0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Discerning Consciousness. I'm your host, Ant, and for today's episode, uh, once again, I'm joined by Mike. Hello, Mike.
1: Hi, Andy, Nice to be back.
0: Yeah. uh, Thank you to have you. Good to have you on board for today's show. Now, what we're going to talk about today is um, we're going to talk about the coronavirus, but in a way that hopefully is going to offer you all of you, and maybe ourselves as well, Mike. A perfect antidote or sort of kind of like a solution to all the madness that is going on because the ma- mad
1: isn't it <laughs> yeah
0: because um like like um like us i'm sure all of you are becoming more and more frustrated angry and just really tired and fed up with um, all the rules and draconian restrictions um that seem to be um coming in more and more mike so here today uh, in the UK, we have a new rule introduced called the rule of six, which means that we are no longer able to gather in. Uh, the minimum uh, social group we can ga- gather in is, I should say, the maximum is six people. So that's either outside, outside or inside. And still here in the UK, we're having to wear our masks in shops. So that um, shenanigans is well, still going. Well, you don't have to. Well, well, you don't have to, but <laughs> yeah. That's the grey area, but that's the so-called rule. And also there are um, rumours and rumours of rumours of a second lockdown. So, as I said, both Mike and me uh, and a lot of people we know really who are into the kind of alternative kind of spiritual conspiratorial type information and spiritualism. We're all really getting fed up because we called it out from the start.
1: Oh, yeah. I think most of our predictions are running roughly on course. Yeah. I mean, yeah. last time we made a prediction about it would be roughly mid-September to mid-October a second lockdown. Yeah. And they're bringing in this rule of six Yeah. mid-September. So, yeah. roughly on track.
0: We pretty much called it. So, anyway, we, we, we want to offer, as I said at the start, a kind of antidote or a... How should we say, Mike, Uh, part of a solution to this anger and fear and frustration?
1: Yeah, um, it's more of a change in mindset perspective um, to help you not get so uh, dragged down and drawn into the BS that is the COVID story.
0: Yeah, the COVID narrative It's a way in which (laughs) you can kind of um, step back, um, put it all into proper context, because we realise on the one hand, Um, Mike, a lot of people are suffering, but we still need to be able to create a space whereby we can ridicule all the ridiculous rules and guidelines and COVID mandates. Yeah, I
1: mean, if anything, the the message of this episode straight up is step back, don't get drawn into the ridiculousness and remember to laugh about it. Just, Mm. you know, it's so ridiculous. It's so... You know, fanciful, the rules and the science that they're trying to twist to say, look, do this, do this. Oh, no, no, now do this. You you just don't follow it and remember to have fun. Mm.
0: And the thing is, of course, we're not um, we're not. Uh, what's the word? We're not downplaying the amount of people who are actually suffering who may well have already died and they didn't need to die or people who are suffering through uh, depression or they might feel suicidal because of social isolation because of normal support groups that aren't taking place because of social distancing. So, of course, we're aware of um, all of those as well. And that's important, important to to make that clear. So anyway, Mike, I think we'll push on and actually explain um, this whole concept. So what we're talking about, as you can see from the title, is um, the story of um, two wolves, Mike, which comes from an old Cherokee teaching. So I'll, I'll just read it now, so that'll be helpful, uh, helpful for our listeners. So, an old Cherokee, uh, an old Cherokee is teaching his grandson about life, and he says, "I quote, a fight is going on inside me." He said to the boy, "It's a terrible fight, and it's between two wolves. One is ev- evil. He is anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment." inferiority lies false pride superiority and ego he continued the other is good he is joy peace love hope serenity humility kindness benevolence empathy generosity truth compassion and faith the same fight is going on inside you and inside every other person too the grandson thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather Which wolf will win? Wait for it, folks. (laughs) The old Cherokee simply replied, the one you feed. So I think you'll agree, uh, Mike, that's a very powerful story. Um, And the reason why we want to bring it to the attention of our uh, listeners is because um, the power of uh, applying this their own response to all the coronavirus nonsense it's it's very helpful isn't it
1: yeah um and i would say it really brings the teaching on all the understanding i should say of you know wherever you put your energy and attention that is the wolf you are feeding so if you're always feeding the wolf of fear and negativity you're going to let that bad wolf win
0: mm. and so it's quite uh, quite easy to work out which wolf is obviously the one that is, how should we say, being controlled, or is the embodiment of the government and the media and all the manipulation, that's most certainly the evil one. And we can definitely see that the emotions that they're trying to engender of all of us in the world's population is anger, envy, sorrow, um, self-pity, resentment, inferiority. I would completely agree that that is the intention, would you agree, Mike, of the COVID PSYOP?
1: Yeah, well, I have to admit, I haven't been watching the news that much because I'm not trying to feed the wrong wolf, if you know what I mean. But from what I've seen about it and heard of other people's responses, there seems to be this overall fear and negativity that's simmering in everyone at the moment. And, Mm. you know, that's one of the reasons why we wanted to make this episode about trying to, you know, get people to start feeding the other wolf, start Mm. looking for hope and love and... You know,
0: forgiveness. Yeah,
1: and hopefully sooner or later everyone will start realising how ridiculous everything is Mm. and the government's ridiculous story will fall apart like it it, it should. It
0: already is. It's just we need to reach a critical mass of people, don't we realise, to to realise that and then all the bets are off kind of thing. So the interesting thing, uh, Mike, is that during this time, something that uh, many people who... Uh, follow spiritual themes and ideas and people to a lesser degree who are into conspiracy truth type material there's a lot of information around about the idea of two timelines isn't there so at this moment it is said that um, there are there are several timelines but they're diminishing down to one positive well that seems to be the intention anyway so how this relates to the story of two wolves it's quite obvious in that if we want to bring bring about Mike and all of our listeners, of course, and everyone, most of the people on this planet anyway, the positive timeline or the positive outcome where the evildoers, the cabal, the globalists, the deep state, whatever you want to call it, their plan to entrap humanity in this kind of technological gulag where we have no freedom of thought or no freedom of movement, that... We can make that more of a possibility or likelihood if we focus our attention on the positive timeline. So if we feed the positive wolf.
1: Yeah. So what you're saying from the, what I can get from it is, mm. you know, there's a positive timeline well, reality. I think that way of saying it. Yeah. Um, you know, we've either got the option of we're going to end up in the gulag, like you say, or we can end up in a, a much better society, one which I don't think most people can even picture or imagine what it's it would be to... right now. But yeah. it is that way. We're either awakening and going towards greatness or falling further into the mind prison and Big Brother 1984.
0: I it. Yeah, it's, it's even... Um... It's very difficult, even for the likes of us, and for many of you guys, I'm sure, who are trying to um, live a kind of uh, enlightened existence, shall we say. And trying to awaken to truth, to the divine power of who we are as human beings. But then you you look at conspiracy-based material, and then it drags you right back onto the the negative or the evil wolf, doesn't it? And It's so easy
1: to get drawn in, isn't
0: it? Yeah, and I'll just give you an example. There's quite a lot of newspaper headlines going around uh, at the moment and in the media generally, in the mainstream media, about perhaps the potentiality um, of a conflict uh, between China and the United States based around taiwan which basically china still regards as part of their territory (laughs) so this is simmering around in the background you've all obviously mike you've also got the situation in the middle east around uh, israel and iran that's being stoked so there's also dispute a dispute uh, between greece and uh, turkey going on at the moment around about disputed waters so there's all of these going on, and I think the dark forces, they're still trying to engineer some sort of third world war type scenario. And again, if we feed that wolf, if we feed uh, the evil wolf, wolf, for want of a better phrase, if we give it our energy, so if we give that timeline our energy, then I think it, is, it, is, it might be quite simplistic, simplistic to look at it in this way, but it's far more likely that that timeline will, will become a reality.
1: Yeah, um, it's essentially how it works. Um, taking the hermetic principles into consideration, yeah, and also what um, the biggest secret. Of, what yeah, yeah, yeah. The secret, yeah, Um They're essentially trying to say the same thing about the
0: Hollywood, the Hollywood law of attraction. Yeah,
1: where you put your attention, where you put your energy, where you put your focus, that is more likely to where you're going to go. Um, mm-hmm. So if you're putting that all into the negative side i mean even though you might be trying to do a good thing and warn other people and let them know Mm. it's so easy to get drawn into that negativity and going like oh a second lockdown is definitely going to happen yeah whereas it you know if enough people actually wake up and realize how ridiculousness of it then it won't happen but we seem to have been so drawn in with the media fear at the moment that it's so easy for the negative outcome to happen mm. but we are i think on a global scale reaching a critical mass point for you sure, know yeah. with everything that's happened recently enough people are waking up and realizing or at least
0: questioning
1: yeah like um i know a lot of non-conspiracy based people around me have gone hang on this Doesn't is a bit out. bs yeah
0: yeah thank you for that the other thing that's important to point out is for uh, in myself because i've wanted a better world more than anything because i've looked into the corruption and the evil and the manipulation and the suffering of a lot of people on this planet i've focused on the potentiality for something like world war 3 because in the past i thought it was the only way in which the system could kind of collapse and we could bring about a better world and in a sense that's how you can feed the evil wolf And then you have unintended consequences, because as we know, if you look at how uh, the dark forces operate and the the idea of order out chaos, which we've spoken about on discerning consciousness numerous times, that's all part of their plan. If you think, you know, the Second World War, Germany was completely destroyed and then within 60 years, most powerful country in Germany. Sorry, get it right, Anthony in europe europe thank you mike (laughs) but the the whole idea of they will destroy things to build them back up and if you're on that if you're focusing your energies on all the darkness and all the dark eventualities that might happen around the vaccines well they're gonna you know introducing uh, mandatory vaccines we need to stop them are you inadvertently bringing about the very timeline that
1: you don't want yeah, it's one of those great mysteries that we'll never truly know while we're on this planet, mm. but we'll only find out when it comes about. Yeah. I mean, we don't have, um, you know, the, a fifth dimensional view or whatever they want to call it to, to see how our actions and our energy and our tensions are oh. affecting our own realities.
0: That would be awesome, wouldn't it?
1: But <laughs> it'd also it'd be very scary. Well, to be fair, I think if you could see... you you know the effect of your actions on a larger scale and actually realize oh if i act like that in that situation that would come about a more positive outcome yeah it would be a fantastic learning tool but at the same time we're on a planet where we don't get to experience that we don't have that you know level food
0: feedback loop kind of thing so
1: we have to go the old school way and just learn by trial and error
0: i would also add that if if we are as is said shifting towards the 5d and again that's part of feeding the good wolf for want of a better phrase and i think if you keep feeding the evil or negative wolf that's going to keep us anchored in the 3d but again if i think as i said you put focus your intent in a positive way of how this world is going to change then i think you know it's far more likely that we will shift more quickly perhaps into the 5d yes
1: definitely
0: and kind of like think of the analogy of a car crash we're going to be able to navigate it without you know the car hitting the central reservation barrier we might just be able to correct that skid at the last moment important point i want to make is with all of this mike and something that our listeners might be thinking about is how do you you know feed the right wolf for want of a better phrase sit in the middle, don't don't gorge feed the evil wolf but at the same time kind of stay in awareness of things that you do need to address in your in your life because you could take this teaching on board and live in live in or assume the kind of metaphor of the good wolf and live as the good wolf and all these higher emotions but kind of forget about things or tough decisions that you need to make in your life. Do you have any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I mean, to be honest, with this teaching, a lot of people do go astray when it comes to what I like to call the pink and fluffiness of mm. um, certain spiritual just, movements. You your phrase. Mm. You like that one. Where it's like just ignore all negativity and just focus on the positivity, mm. and that's a misunderstanding of the teaching. Mm. Because it's meant to be that you kind of like, you're still meant to look and observe and take in everything because ignoring something is um, only in detriment to yourself. Mm. But it's the idea that you don't keep hovering over the bad. Mm. You observe it, you take it in, you try and learn the lessons from it, but then you take it to the positive. Like, well, how can I change that to the better? Mm. Even if it's um, you know, sharing conspiracy things like all there's negativity, they're gonna do this, they're gonna do this. Well, have you ever thought that sharing that negativity to more people is just helping that negative thing more likely to happen? Um, Yeah. Um
0: thank you for that, Mike. Well, there
1: is a bit more. It's also with the fact that in oneself, whether you kind of like are putting that negative energy or positive energy into yourself and your own actions. And like I was saying with those pink and fluffy people, Mm. they go too far onto one side. Polarity. Yeah. And it's too easy to go too far on the other side. Mm. The whole idea really is walking that central path, Mm. but always making sure you're putting the food out for the good wolf. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Um, I just wanted to add to that the fact that what I've noticed that I'm doing more recently when commenting on YouTube videos or on people's facebook posts certainly with youtube rather than go oh do you realize oh no you've missed that point or the point is to go something like if i if i've liked the content overall will be like great video and then i might add um something like but i think da 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 or in my opinion da, but i first thing i've said is positive and i've noticed how more and more i'm checking in with myself before i make comments online on social media because it's all too easy you get that knee jerk kind of you want to pick at the negative and yeah and go with that and i think the whole idea or concept of um how should we say appropriately feeding the wolves is when you're commenting to as you say mike to adopt the center point and actually say things in a constructive way
1: yeah i mean especially the internet it's so much about negativity there mm. but one thing i found myself doing on facebook recently is um whenever you get something about all oh, the mandatory vaccines and all this and just laugh at it. it's like mm. can't take anything seriously anymore
0: mm. yeah because um i think we briefly mentioned it before didn't we about mandatory vaccines how i hold it in my head is i have this awareness that in the uk the likelihood is, as we've seen now from the government announcement last week, they're going to ramp up testing now. They want to test more and more, obviously, because then they'll produce more cases and they want to introduce more testing basically because they want to eventually introduce a digital passport and there'll be like a carrot and stick approach. So if you test positive, it, you'll be able to gain access to public building buildings. It means that you know you'll be able to go to work that day. Because I think eventually what they want to bring about is this idea where you get tested every day, like a pregnancy type. (laughs) Now, you give the right response, because the reality, we know how governments and the UK government, their history of rolling out uh, tech, anything, anything, is actually, you coined it, is laughable. So (laughs) it may well be the plan is to test every British citizen every day before heralding the arrival of a vaccine next March. Now, I think more and more people in this country are realising that is a joke. And yeah. even, you know, health authorities in the UK are saying, have the government fought through this proposal? So the very people that have been spreading all the fear around COVID, even they're now saying to the government, hold on, you're going to spend 100 billion pounds on on this project. It doesn't make any sense. Where's the capacity to test all these people and the results and how are you going to do it? So that's just an example of they may have these intentions, but that doesn't mean that they're going to happen.
1: Yeah. I mean a lot of things are intended and started and money put aside, but they don't ever really get to see the light of day mm. because they get squished, Because not well, squashed I should say, because they are so rich. Squished ridiculous. and squashed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I don't know, it's just, with this thing at the moment, we're trying to get across the idea of just don't get drawn in mm. don't get kind of like paralyzed with fear about although oh, they might do this they might do that might
0: come knocking on my door hold down my arm and inject the needle in my arm
1: the best way to really feed the right wolf at the moment is just to um focus on yourself a bit mm. i mean even if they do put a second lockdown, that just gives you more time to work on yourself yeah and
0: to explore you might have time off work again so you can explore and deepen your own creative exploits or even start a new hobby or maybe start learning a new instrument and again we're not flippantly saying these things are we might because we realize during lockdown and if there's a subsequent lockdown a lot of people are suffering so we're certainly not saying this um giving this information or sharing the wisdom of the story of the tool, two wolves in a flippant way
1: no definitely it's trying to help as much as possible mm. um because you know the worst thing about depression is when you've got nothing to do and nothing infuses you but actually if you do put a lot of time and energy in trying to learn a new skill that gives you a, a positive focus. feedback and something yeah. to focus on then that is going to be great for them
0: mm. and also you've just touched upon it but um this is relevant again to the story of the two wolves and that's the idea of the laughing buddha and of course it's probably a fable um, that you've all heard of which is you know the the buddha who is known not to take because he's living a life of complete detachment from everything around him that doesn't mean he's not enjoying life he is thoroughly enjoying life because he's laughing but he realizes what life is about and i think we want to bring your attention to that again which is that it can appear as if we're going through one of the darkest periods of human history whereby the mask has come off, uh, you know, the controllers, the control system, and all the tricks and psychological manipulations that they use. But in some sense, Mike, that shows how desperate they are. It yeah. is like they're literally, their last throw of the dice, and as David Icke, great metaphor he used recently, well, it was actually a few months ago, he said it's almost as if, you know, the controllers, the dark sorcerers, whatever you want to call them, they've been invited into a a small room or a cell and the door has closed and locked behind them and they can't get out now. And it's like they can't pull back. They're literally, they're on this COVID shenanigans. They're on this whole um, kind of martial law situation that we're moving into and they can't change track at all. So they're kind of trapped by their own sense of, Uh, how should we say tyranny or being in power having sense of power over us but ultimately i think that's what's going to bring them down
1: well i think the original plan was the virus to be far more deadly i do i think they might have been higher and then everything they said would have made sense
0: i I go with that i still think that there was some sort of higher divine intervention whether it was alien cosmic angelic i don't know almost doesn't matter but i do think that they wanted a a situation where, you know, members of your family were dying, people in the streets were dying.
1: And this is why this year has got so crazy, because because they didn't get the effect they wanted from the virus. They've literally been throwing everything they've got at the wall sure. just to see what sticks. And less and less is sticking. And the fact is, the only reason anything ever sticks is if we let it stick. Exactly.
0: And if you think we started by talking about this new draconian rule here in the UK, whereby they now limiting social gatherings up to six people. There are certain um, instances where that doesn't apply, uh, but both inside and out. Now, in the context of a situation where you were knowing people that were dying, that would make sense. you go, oh, well, yeah, I'm good. I'm going to adhere to that. I'm not going to meet up meet up with my mates and go away, or I'm not going to meet them at Christmas, because now the whole situation is people are having to the thought of not having a full Christmas with their friends and family, of course, because they can't go above six. But the point is i want to make is that in the context of a real pandemic shall we say or a very deadly pandemic that
1: would have made sense is that what you're saying yeah yeah, basically um and because it hasn't worked the way they wanted they've still got to try and go on this plan and more and more people are paying attention and going well hang on what the hell's going on here that doesn't match up to that that doesn't match up Mm. to that Mm. and that's why everyone thinks that it doesn't make any sense and it's all crazy
0: so now you've even got a situation where former conservative ministers are saying this is an infringement of civil liberties you've got you know uh, journalists in the mainstream a few of them are saying uh i'm not going to stick to this at christmas i'm going to visit my family so it is it is um it is unraveling and and as you rightly said mike it's because they plan for a a, a pandemic that was going to be, um, you know, like something from a Hollywood movie. Yeah. And but luckily that hasn't transpired. Not that that's not to say that...
1: people were to... feeding the right wolf. Exactly. Hope.
0: Hopefully. Thank you for bringing our attention back to that. But that's not to decry or to diminish the pain and suffering people have had who have died and their friends and family.
1: Yeah. Like, unfortunately, that is a fact of life. Um, you know, people that are ill are sure. dying from this. But at the same time... This is tracking up just like um uh, the flu season would normally, yeah, and around
0: about the fifty thousand mark,
1: and it's killed roughly about the same amount of people, and we don't do this for the flu every year.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. That's
1: you know when you put it in context, it's not as the scary beast they made it out to mm. be.
0: Mm. And the other thing, as, as we're coming towards the end now um, of this episode, Mike is just want to share. I know how easy it is to fall into the trap of feeding. The so-called evil wolf, the one where you look at information that is dark, that is sinister, perhaps around you know the elite paedophile rings. Although I personally haven't researched a lot of that, and not that it's evil as such to to look at those things. Of course it isn't, but it's just if that is your singular point of focus, and you're not balancing it with uh, light material, with more of the kind of spiritual based information online. That's the issue, isn't it?
1: Yeah, you can so easily become unbalanced when you focus too much on one side. Mm. And that's why we were saying that even though you've got the whole two walls thing and you want to focus on the positive wolf, mm. you still have to observe the darkness around you and within you. Mm. Um, because if you don't have an observance of it, at least you, you're you ignoring great swat, swaths of um, society and the environment.
0: Absolutely. And just lastly on this point, Mike... I know how uh, when I got lost down the conspiracy rabbit hole, uh, what really drew me in was that emotional reaction. It's almost like, oh, my God, they can't be doing that. Surely not. And you want to know more. And it's like a mystery. And then you feel a bit like, am I one of, you know, a few thousand people that knows this information? And it becomes like this mystery. And you, you get drawn in more and more and you want to solve this mystery. Yeah. And those are the states of minds that you want to look for. When you feel that you're getting charged... It's not charged in an appropriate way because you are feeding, let's say, the negative, that you're feeding the negative wolf, so to speak. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think we'll leave it there, Mike. So have you got any closing thoughts with regards to the story of the two wolves?
1: Um, I think the closing thought should just be um, just try and make sure you're feeding the white one.
0: Yeah, it's about feeding uh, the appropriate wolf. So, I'll just leave you uh, with the promotional stuff. So, I have some exciting news, Mike, in terms of the discerning consciousness franchise. No, I'm not pregnant, (laughs) Um, but I'm now doing a video diary or a vlog on YouTube, of all places. So, that's very exciting. So, if that is your kind of thing, do check out the link. I'll put the link in the description. Uh, Also, If you've enjoyed today's uh, episode, please do uh, click the follow button on the Podomatic site and um, share it on all your social media platforms. That would be uh, amazing. So thank you all for joining in today. and Thank you, Mike. We hope Mm -hmm. we've shared some words of wisdom in case you're getting angry, as we said, and frustrated and just feeling um, dispirited, really. Because yeah. uh, it is easy to feel uh, overwhelmed uh, by all those emotions during this time. So we, we hope we've shared just some words of wisdom and how it can uh, bring you back to your centre. Anyway, I'll just leave you uh, once again with these words of wisdom. Remember, folks, if you're not in control of your consciousness, then someone else is. Bye for now.